Well, hello there, and welcome to the good old days of radio show. This is John Tefteller, your host. It's Thursday. It's creepy day. Uh, this is part three of our salute to the great Arch Obler, and we're going to do an episode of his most famous program, Lights Out. We did one last week, and we have one for you again today. Uh, this one is called Scoop all about a newspaper reporter and some unusual things that happened to him. Original broadcast date is December 8th, 1942. So, again, pay attention to the sound effects. Um, Lights Out was known for its uh, sound effects, and the sound effects guy had a real workout uh, doing Lights Out. So pay attention to the sound effects and the excellent quality of the writing, and I think you'll be hooked right into this story. So here we go. Ionized yeast presents Lights Out. Everybody. It is later than you think. Lights Out brings you stories of the supernatural, the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you, calmly but sincerely, to turn off your radio now. My name, Arch Obler. Tonight, another exciting lights-out story for all of you who like to thrill and chill to tales of the unusual. Tonight's story happened because uh, one rainy night I found myself stranded near an old New England graveyard. But first, Frank Martin for just a few seconds. And ladies and gentlemen, I'll take that moment to remind you, if simply because of vitamin B and iron shortage, you're unattractively thin and nervous, unable to eat or sleep as you should, seldom feeling really peppy and alive, then for your own sake, try ironized yeast tablets. They cost but a few pennies a day. What's more, they're sold on a money-back basis. Listen, if you don't quickly begin to eat and sleep better, to feel much stronger and livelier, and if you're not convinced that ironized yeast will help you gain pounds of brand new flesh, the cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full by ironized yeast, Box IY, Rahway, New Jersey. Just be very sure you get the one and only ironized yeast with IY on the package and on each tablet. Daily Express. City editor, one moment. Daily Express. Want ad department, one moment, please. There you are. Daily Express, Sport Department, who do you wish to speak to? One moment, please. Daily Express, one moment, I'll connect you. Daily Express. Good morning, Mr. Roberts. Good morning, Jim. Kind of late today, aren't you, Mr. Roberts? First time in 40 years. Can't understand what happened to my alarm clock. Well, maybe it wore out. Wore out. Maybe that's right. Just worn out. 
Uh, hold up a minute, will you, Mr. Roberts? I want to talk to you. Uh, I'm, I'm late, Father. What can I... It's uh, about that money, Mr. Roberts. I was wondering if you'd wait to say... Of course, my boy, of course. How is she? Oh, doing fine. Mr. Roberts, I want you to know how much Jean and I appreciate all what you... All right, all right. We're all human beings together, aren't we? Some folks are. I'm late. Got to hurry. See you later. Thanks again, Mr. Roberts. Oh, oh, oh. Sam. Sam Roberts. Uh, yes, Harry. Have you heard the news? No, was so late, didn't even look at late? the paper. Why, it's only two minutes after. Two minutes after is two minutes late, Harry. Sam Roberts, you're the... Oh, well. Listen, have you heard about Bridge? He's here. Uh, eh? Bridge. Mr. Bridge, the new publisher. Oh, oh, him. Well, that's nice. He's taking things over. Sam, you're not in the least bit interested in the fact that there's a new man on top, are you? Well, I've been here so long and... And you've come and gone. But aren't you afraid of... Well, finish it, Harry. Afraid of what? Oh, forget it. That column of yours is all that matters, huh, Sam? <laughs> well, I've been doing it quite a number of years. You know, just this morning, I, I was thinking, thinking how fortunate a man I am. For 40 years, things have happened. Wars, peace conferences, depressions, and prosperity. And in all that Mr. time, Roberts, I... Mr. Roberts... Someone paging you, Sam. Eh? Uh, Mr. Roberts, you want it upstairs, right away. Upstairs, Jim? Me? He said come up right away. New boss, Mr. Bridge. Mr. Bridge? Yeah, right away. He's the boss. That's not so good, Sam. Uh, what, what did you say? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. You'd better get up there. Sure, sure. Too bad I was late today. Maybe he's been waiting for me. Uh, take the side step, Sam. Get up there faster. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thanks, Harry. Thanks. Good luck, Sam. Luck? Why should I need luck? Funny about that alarm clock. <sighs> yes? Oh, I, I've never seen... Oh, you're, you're new here, aren't, aren't you, Miss? I'm Miss Ronson, Mr. Bridges' new secretary. What is it, please? I'm Sam Roberts column on the editorial page. Oh, yes. Mr. Bridge was expecting you. If you'll wait a moment. Uh, yes. Yes? Mr. Roberts is here, Mr. Bridge. All right. Send him in. In a hurry. Yes, sir. Very well. You can go in now. Yes. So I heard. All right, Roberts. Come in. Yes, sir. Well, come in. Come in. Uh, yes, sir. Sit there. I'm pleased to meet you, Mr. Bridge. Hmm. Sit down. Uh, thank you. Uh, you know, Mr. Bridge... I think you're going to like publishing the Daily Express. What I mean to say is, on this paper, you'll find a group of men who work together, who actually think that the newspaper is part of their lives, who actually... Just a moment, Mr. Roberts. I'm a busy man. I couldn't understand that. I didn't ask you up here to hear about the esprit de corps of this organization. It's been my personal experience that the average man does what he's paid for. No more, no less. Oh, now don't say that, Mr. Bridge. Now, you take Charlie down at number one Linotax. Why, there's a man Mr. Roberts. I'm, I'm sorry. I know you're busy, but I thought maybe you'd like to know... I've something. seen the balance sheet. I know all I want to know about this publication. The Daily Express earned 23% less in the six months of this fiscal year than it did in a similar period in any year in its history. Well, I, I don't know much about that. But after all, things haven't been going too well in any place. You can't blame the men... The men of an organization make money. The men of an organization lose money. And I assure you, Mr. Roberts, that during the next six months, this newspaper will make money. Well, that's fine. 
I'm sure for... Will you keep quiet? That's what you want. Mr. Roberts, there comes a time in every man's life when he ceases to be an asset to the organization which hires him. Might as well be frank and tell you that that time has come in your career. What what did you say, Mr. Bridge? In plain English, what I said was that you're getting just a little too old for this organization. Old? In other words, I'm giving you two weeks' notice. Sorry, Mr. Roberts, but that's the way things are. Good day, sir. You... you mean fired? The cashier will have your check. Good day. But... but my column... I'm a busy man, Mr. Roberts. But my column... I'm replacing that tomorrow with a syndicated column. Big-name Broadway stuff. That's what the public wants. Mr. Bridge, you don't understand... Thousands of people, they, they write me for 40 years. I've been if you've been doing it for 40 years, that's long enough. Good day, Mr. But Roberts. Mr. Bridge, listen, where where should I go? Ever since I was 16, this is my work. I, I don't know Must where... I have you shown up, Mr. Roberts? No, no, no. I don't want to anger you, but, but my column. 40 years, I tell Will you. Will you? It isn't the money. I, I'll work for nothing. If yes, do... I'll work for nothing. Now, look here, Roberts. If you Didn't think... you hear me, Mr. Bridge? Uh, for nothing. Just let me be here. Get out of here. No, no. Listen to me. Just a minute. Now. I have no time. Get out. But my 40 years here, since I was a boy... You've been paid for every day. Then I don't want any more pay. Just let me stay. My work. A, a man can't live without his work. Get out. Get out. Miss Ronson. No, no, no. I, I, I'll go. I'll go. But before I go, just another word. Well, who wants me to go? The managing editor or or you? Certainly it's my doing. It's my money invested in the paper. It's my right to choose my employees. Let me stay. Oh, what are you going to do? Start playing hearts and flowers? Please. Once and for all, get out of here. This is a business institution. You've been paid for services rendered. Now get out of here and stop acting like a fool. All right, Mr. Bridge. All right. Go ahead with the rest of them. Get them up here one at a time. Yes, Mr. Bridge. Every man in the organization over 50, understand? Yes, Mr. Bridge. Do you want me to include... What? Miss Ronson. Miss Ronson, what's the matter? Answer me. Crazy little fool screaming like that. Answer me. All right, I'll come out there and see what's the matter. Look here, Miss Ronson. Didn't you hear me? What was the idea of... Miss Ronson, what's the matter with you? The window. Lord. Window? What about the window? That, that old man. Mr. Robert. Well. He just jumped out. Ladies and gentlemen, a man is dead. And before this death leads to the other terrors that lie ahead in this strange story... Suppose we pause for a moment, relax, and take time out for a deep breath in the midst of our Lights Out story. Lights Out. The publisher and his chauffeur are driving along a country road. Jenkins? Yes, sir? Why are you taking this road? Well, I don't quite know, What do you mean you don't know? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, it's a, it's a shortcut hmm. here. No, why didn't you say so in the first place? Sorry, sir. Jenkins. Yes, sir? How soon do you think we'll get to Hartville? About midnight, sir. Well, that wife of mine, she thinks of the blameless times to... Jenkins. Jenkins, what are we slowing up for? I... I don't know, sir. The engine... Well, of all the infernal times and places... Jenkins, what's the idea? It ain't my idea stopping, sir. It's the, it's the engine. This is no time for cleverness. 
You car like this stalling, I never heard of such a thing. Get it started quickly. Yes, sir. Well, well. Something's wrong. Now, that's brilliant. Get out, get out, you fool, and fix it. Okay. What's that? I said yes, sir. Oh, the rattled brain. Well, well, what are you doing out there? Trying to find the trouble. Well, don't try to find it. Oh, I better go out and see myself what... Well, well, have you located the trouble? No, sir. What do you mean, no, sir? Do you know your business or don't you? Don't seem to be getting any sparks. The distributors don't... And why doesn't the engine go? What do I pay you for? To stand around lonely roads in the middle of the night holding guessing games? Doing my best. Don't you talk back to me. If this car started, you incompetent good for nothing or you're fired. Do you understand me? Yeah? Okay. Jenkins, where are you going? Jenkins! Said I was fired, did you? Come back here. Come back here at once. Yeah, I'll come back. Long enough to tell you that if I could take about 20 years off you, I'll change your face plenty before walking out on you. How dare you? You shove everybody else around. But you shove me around for the last time. I'm walking out on you, sourpuss. I'm walking out right now. Why, you you can't leave me here in the middle of nowhere. Can't I? Well, I'm doing it. Now, Jenkins, you... So long, dictator. Have a nice walk. Jenkins. <laughs> Jenkins, don't be a fool. Come back here. Jenkins, get this car started. Jenkins! Oh, all right. If you haven't heard the last of this, I'll fix you, you hoodlum. Leaving me like this, you'll regret it, Jenkins. Blasted dark. Thinks I'll walk my feet off, huh? Oh, no, I won't. Get in the car. Uh, sit here until someone comes along. Infernal hoodlum. I beg your pardon. Huh? But could I be of assistance? What? what? I was walking along. I saw you were stalled here. Oh. Oh, well, that, that's fine. Yes, you can help me. I'll pay you well, too. Will you? Certainly, certainly. You know about cars? I will drive Well, you. that's fine, but you'll have to get it started first. Something about the ignition. I don't know much about machinery, do you? If you will let me sit behind the steering certainly, wheel. Certainly, certainly, but fix the engine if first. If you will let me sit behind the steering wheel. I tell you, the engine... All right. You'll see for yourself the starter doesn't do any good. But... Start. Yeah. Infernal Jenkins, he stalled me here deliberately. We will go. He'll regret this night, believe you me. Yeah, nothing wrong with the car at all, was there? It runs well. Say, what's the idea of turning down this road? This isn't the way it's to... It's a short way. Huh? A much shorter way. You mean to Hartville? I assure you, a much shorter way. Oh, fine. <laughs> Pretty clever fella. Hey, how would you like working as my chauffeur? I pay well, treat my help well. But did you hear me? I said, how would you like the job working for me? I'll start you out at... Then why do you keep your head turned? What? Wait. If I turn the headlights off. Stop the car. The headlights are off. Stop the car. You can't drive in the dark. I know the road well. This is no dim out area. Someone might run into us. Stop the car. There is no time to wait. Yes, yes, I'll grant you I'm in a hurry. But if you think I'm going to jeopardize my life driving in the dark like this, you're crazy. Stop the car. Stop it. Well, it's more like it. No use jeopardizing my life. Well, come on, get out. You can fix the light. Yeah. Everything happening at once. Blasted automobile. Well, why stand there? You going to fix the light? There will be light enough soon. Huh? What are you talking about? The moon. The moon? In a moment. The moonlight. Moonlight? Who cares about moonlight? Fix the lights and... What? The cemetery. We went where the road led. What's the meaning of this? Come. Come? Come where? What are you up to? 
Why did you bring me to this infernal graveyard? Follow me. Follow you? Where? Among the tombstones? This way. Are you crazy? Get me out of here quickly. You will follow me. What are you up to? Your face. I have seen you before. This blasted half-light. I do know you, don't I? I ask you once more. Come with me. No, no, no. No, no violence. My, my money, it's in my inside pocket. Let me go, but no violence. With me. No, no, no. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I can't stand pain. I'll go with you. I'll go. This way. If you think there's any profit in kidnapping me, let me tell you you're mistaken. Here, take my wallet and show me the way out of here and we'll, we'll forget about the whole thing. This way. No, 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 no. Don't make me walk too fast. I'm not used to walking. It isn't good for me to walk so fast. Now, listen, man, you've got to tell me. Where are you taking me? Where is there to go in the cemetery? I, I don't like it, I tell you, I don't. If this is your idea of a joke, I tell you, I don't like it. The tombstones shining so white, they're like hands stuck up out of the ground. No, I won't go any further. I don't care what you do, I won't go any... The moonlight's gone. Fellow. Fellow, where are you? It's gotten so dark. Don't leave me here. Those infernal graves and tombstones... Answer me, where are you? All right. I'm my way up myself. So infernally dark, I can't see an inch in front of me. The doorknob. The door here. What? Yeah. But how? What steps going down? I wonder what... Door. Let me out. Let me out of here. Let me out. Let me out of here. I'm here. Huh? Where? Oh. I heard you. Are you down there? I am here. Tell me, is that the way out? The way out. Oh. Wait for me. Wait for me. So infernally dark. Just get me out of here. Get me back to my car. Any place but out of this infernal cemetery. I'll pay you well, anything you want. Oh. There you are. What is this place? Where am I? Well, don't stand there in the shadows. Talk up. Where am I? Look about you. Infernal candlelight. What can I see? You said this was the way out. Well, lead the way. Take up the candle. All right, all right. Look at the wall alongside of you. Hold the candle high. <gasps> what is this place? You see, coffins. The mausoleum of the family of Fritz. Your family. No. Look closely. The brass plate on that one. Jeremiah Bridge. Born 1802, died 1858. My grandfather. You never were here before, were you? Huh? Oh, no. No, of course not. I... I can't stand funerals and such things. Why am I here now? They lived their years. The men of the family called great. They lived their years like robber barons. Hmm? And then they died, and here in darkness rocked their bones. What are you talking about? Who are you? Why did you bring me here? I tried to rest, yet found no rest. As long as you were living. Who are you? As long as you were living. Answer me, who are you? 
Take your arm away from your face and let me see. Roberts. Yes. I tried to rest. But the thought of all the men, my friends, whose hearts you'd break as you broke mine, that thought kept tearing at the dead bones of me until I thrust up out of the grave and came back for Robert, you. Robert, your face. My coffin was a poor one. Worms and maggots worked quickly. No. The dead are dead, they told me. Stay back. The dead can't walk, they told me. No closer. The dead can't talk, they told me. Stay back. And yet I walk, I talk. Back. When you took away my work, you took away my life. Back. All the years I lived, I was what they call a good man. Asking so little. A place to sleep. My work to do. No, 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 stop. I can't bear to look at you. When you took my work and with it my life, my goodness and kindness went too. In the grave, I learned the will to kill. No, no, not me. You hear me? Kill. But... And you, the one to be. No, 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 not me, not me, not me. You can't kill me. Here in the place where all of your breed lie rotting, no. this is the place for you. Now stay back. I can't go any further than the wall. There's hate in me you... now. Hate. That wants to tear the eyes that saw only profit from your head. Oh, please, no, I beg of you. Hate that wants to rip that fat hypocritical tongue from out your head. Please, not me. Hate that wants to rip the skin from off your flesh. No, stop. Dead can't kill the living. Hate can kill in life or death. No, I'll get away from you. I will. I will. Dark again. Roberts, Roberts, where are you? I can't see. Then where... Gone. Hide. I'll hide till morning. What? Box. Coffin. Empty coffin on the floor. He's hiding it. Climb in. Put the lid down. (laughs) Never get me in here. Ghosts can't move material things. Never get me. Wait until morning. Get away then. Never happened anyway. Hallucination. Man jumped out of the window. How could he live again? Air. I think air's getting bad. Open the lid and see if he's gone. Can't budge it. He's sitting on it. Roberts holding it tight. Get off. Get off. The air, I'll suffocate. Get off. Robert, get off. Say, Miss Ranson. Yes? Uh, where's Mr. Bridge? Something's come up about the Grosvenor contract. Said he'd have the paper signed. Just a minute. Mr. Bridge hasn't come in yet this morning. Morning? That's well, almost noon. I know it is, but he isn't here. Had about a dozen appointments, but he just isn't here. Perhaps he left it on his desk. You'd better not disturb his paper. Oh, I won't, I won't. Miss Watson, come here, quick. What is it? What's the matter? Look, the proof sheet. What a nice paper. Where did it come from? Why, I don't know. It it wasn't there when I came in this morning. Look at it. Look at it. All right. All right. Uh, Poop. 
A. Rogers Bridge, publisher of the Daily Express, committed suicide last night in his family mausoleum in the Rosewood Cemetery. Oh, no. And look. Look at the signature. It's signed Roberts. Roberts. Oh, my. But he's the old man who, who jumped out of the window. Wait. Look. Message. It's printed on... Oh, no. Printed on what? Tell me. On a piece of human skin. Newspaper man has supernatural powers, but I never expected to meet one who would return from the grave to make his last deadline. Oh, by the way, that brings up something I've been meaning to ask you. What's that, Frank? Do you think that under some circumstances a person might return from the dead? Frank, I do have an idea about that, but I'm going to suggest that we put it with the unfinished business to be taken up in the near future, because after you say a word, I've got something very important I'd like to say to our listeners. Friends, are you worried because you haven't the strength to do your work? Because you're so miserably thin and weak and worn out? Well, if, as with so many, it's only because you need more vitamin B and iron, get ironized yeast tablets. They work wonders for thousands who only needed more of these substances. Help them gain glorious new strength and energy and five, ten, even more pounds, often in a few short weeks. Remember the name... Ironized Yeast Tablets. Now, Arch Obler with a serious message for every American. Ladies and gentlemen, a few weeks ago on another network, I started a game. Perhaps you heard about it. It's called They're Here for Me. It's a very simple game. You sit where you are and you think, the Japs, the Nazis, they're here for me. Not for someone in the newspaper or someone in a town halfway across the world or someone I don't even know in this neighborhood, or even for my neighbor next door. But for me, for me. Yeah, a smirking little Jap is standing at the door. He's there for you, not in the headlines, not just an idea, but actually there for you. It can't happen, you know. Three million dead in Europe attest to that fact. Now, even if the words uh, such as duty to one's fellow man and patriotism and a better world to come and all that sort of thing uh, may not mean much to you, out of self-interest, these words should. They're here for me. Think about that Jap or that Nazi waiting for you. And then remember that every war-saving stamp and every war bond that you buy is a bullet or a bomb or a tank or an airplane between you personally and the horror of a Jap-Nazi world. Every bond that you buy, another bullet or another bomb or another tank or another airplane between you personally and the horror of a Jap-Nazi world. Tell your employer to start taking that 10% out of your pay, starting right now. Lights Out will come to you again next Tuesday at this same time. Be sure to listen to Arch Obler's chilling story of Knock at the Door. And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try Ironized Yeast, the one and only Ironized Yeast, with the big letters IY on the package 
and on each tablet. It is later than you think. Ever hear of a substitute for new clothes? You may want one someday now that many clothing materials are becoming harder to get. So take care of your present clothes and let Energine cleaning fluid help you do it. Energine removes little grease spots that are the favorite feeding place of moths. Grease spots that make your clothes look worn, run down, old before their time. And Energine removes those grease spots easily. Simple directions are right on the Energine container. Get some tomorrow and start getting more satisfactory wear from your clothes by keeping them free of grease spots with Energine cleaning fluid. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Well, I'm not sure what that kind of buzzsaw effect was going on in the last few minutes of that show. The thing about Lights Out is Arch Obler was very protective of his works, and he was not thrilled in the 80s and 90s when people started selling tape recordings of his shows uh, via Popular Science Magazine and various other outlets where you could uh, write in and get a catalog of vintage radio shows and send off 10 bucks or whatever it was to buy a few shows. Uh, Arch Obler was not happy with that idea, and in fact, he even filed uh, lawsuits, which he won in court, for claiming that people had violated his copyright on those stories. As a result of him being particularly protective of them, he was particularly protective of his original transcriptions that he had of Lights Out and other shows, and he kept them in a locked cabinet, uh, first at his home out in the San Fernando Valley, and later uh, transferred to the basement of the Home Savings Building at the corner of Sunset and Vine in Hollywood, which served as the Pacific Pioneer Broadcaster's archives. The unfortunate thing, and I think I've told this story before, in but it, since we're talking about Arch Obler, we got to tell it again. In 1992, I believe, there was an explosion at the Pacific Pioneer Broadcasters facility. They were operating on a ancient air conditioning system that was built at some point, I think in the 1940s, when it was uh, NBC and Pacific Pioneer Broadcasters was located below the bank building at Sunset and Vine, but what it used to be is the parking lot for the NBC radio studios because NBC was there before the bank was there. And they had this ancient air conditioning system down there which literally exploded in about 1992. And when it did, it sent toxins and <laughs> toxic material all throughout the basement. Uh, the EPA was called in to assess the situation and they basically said, you got to lock this place up and nobody goes down here for uh, at least 15 years. Well, <laughs> there went any access to the Pacific Pioneer Broadcasters archives, any access to um, Arch Obler's uh, Lights Out material or anything else. And it basically was just there for 15 years, untouched, until... 15 years after 1992, when a cleanup crew was allowed to go down there and clean up and then allow the occupants, meaning Pacific Pioneer Broadcasters, and there was also the Society of 
magicians had a, a place down there, um, and they were allowed to come in and see what had been damaged and see what could be recouped. Well, apparently, sometime before the archivists, uh, Marty Halpern and Ron Wolf, were allowed to go down there and see what happened after that explosion, uh, the cleanup was done. And when the cleanup was done, that cabinet containing all of the lights-out transcriptions and everything else that Arch Obler had left there vanished. And so to this day, uh, no one seems to know where it went. My best guess is they hauled it off to the dump, and there we go. So all of the recordings that we have of Lights Out and uh, his other productions were all made before that, um, and the transfers were made okay in some cases and not so okay in others, and that's what you get. So what we have is all there is unless they turn up from some other source, and they never have, and I doubt they ever will. So whatever that buzzsaw effect was in this last one, it's either on the original transcription, which I tend to doubt, or um, the person who transferred it originally had some kind of open channel going, and it got that signal got fed onto the uh, to the recording. In any case, that's the sad ending to the story of what happened to all the original lights out uh, recording discs. The one disc uh, or set of discs that Mr. Obler had that he never allowed anyone to copy, and it was in that cabinet, was the original transcription discs for the program which became very famous known as the Chicken Heart. Um, Bill Cosby did a routine about it which became very famous, and it became, over time, the legendary episode of Lights Out about a, a, a lab-grown chicken heart that keeps growing and growing and eventually takes over the world. Um, Obler did a recreation of part of it for a capital LP in the 60s, but the original recording from the early 40s, and we have the date, we know when it was done, it was done, I believe, in October of, or November of 1942, that original recording never got transferred because he was paranoid that it would get out there and he would uh, have people bootlegging it and lose uh, whatever potential revenue he thought that the show still had. So he never allowed that one to be transferred, and of course it got apparently trucked off to the dump, so I doubt we'll ever hear it. Um, very sad ending to all of this, um, but radio shows uh, were looked upon by the people that created them in who were still alive in the 80s and 90s they were not looked upon as something that you just simply took and played over the radio or sold through uh, ads in Popular Mechanics or whatever. They looked at them as potential sources of future revenue because they thought that these things would be resyndicated on radio and that the original actors and writers and producers would be able to receive a paycheck in their golden years for the material that they had done way back when. And so some of them, particularly... Mr. Obler, were very concerned about all this and, and was, was doing everything they could, he could, to prevent people from having access to his programs. He always had the idea that eventually they would get re-released on radio, 
they did to some degree in the 60s. He revived Lights Out in the 60s, and he called it The Devil and Mr. O, and he used some of the old recordings and put new intros and outros on them. But it never, during his lifetime, never actually became something that was revived and put back on network radio, and that was always his hope. So here we are today, long after the 80s and 90s. Mr. Obler is long passed away. Um, the uh, cabinet containing his transcriptions is in some landfill in Southern California. So we work with what we've got, and it's still great. They're still great shows, but they certainly could sound better than they do. Anyway, that's enough of all of that, but some background that you may not know that might help you explain why some of these do sound a little off. Okay, back next Thursday with another episode of Lights Out in our continuing sur uh, salute to Arch Obler, and back on Tuesday with a patriotic drama written during World War II called The House I Live In. Um, it's an interesting patriotic play, and you'll hear that, which will be in great contrast to Johnny Got His Gun, the anti-anti-war story that we featured in the previous week. All right, John Tefteller in the good old days of radio shows, spread the word far and wide, uh, ask any questions or submit any comments to um, good old days of radio show on Facebook or good old days of radio on um, the internet, the website, and I'll answer or comment where I can, and we will continue on next week. ¶¶